It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 1, 2023. Because of the number 23, we're calling it the Year of the Rhino. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to fly the w podcast all right crowley great job with brendan davis let us continue on the countdown we went 10 through 6 now let's go 5 to 1 what is coming in at number 5 number 5 young pitching uh many young cubs pitchers contributed to the 2022 Cubs season some were homegrown talent some were international free agents others acquired via trade but I'm just trying to think how long it's been since the Cubs have really had a pitcher who pitchers who have contributed from the minor league season. You might argue it would be maybe Kyle Hendricks, right? Or something to that degree, even though he came from Texas, he was still pretty young when the Cubs got him, but it's been a while since the Cubs have had young pitchers who have kind of um, able to help contribute during the season and especially starting games. And this list of young pitchers, Justin Steele, he was dra- drafted by the Cubs in 2014, but he's a 27 year old strong lefty. He looked good in his second major league season. He started 24 games and finished with a four and seven record with a 318 ERA, striking out 126 batters with a 1.35 whip. Uh, just to let our listeners know, whip is walks plus hits and innings pitched. Uh, it's just how often do you keep guys off base? And and so, you know, that 1.35 is a very, you know, a, a great whip is around one. And so Justin Steele with a 1.35 whip, really solid season, a lefty, and, and they're looking for him to definitely start the season in the rotation. You also had Keegan Thompson drafted by the Cubs in 2017. He's also 27 years old in his second major league season. He started out pitching middle relief, but he was thrust into a starter's roles as injuries decimated the Cubs' rotation. He started 17 games with a 10-5 and record, 376 ERA, striking out 108 batters with a 127 whip. Um, a guy that came on at the end of the season was Javier Assad, who was signed as an international free agent by the Cubs in uh, 2016. He made his major league debut on August 23rd versus the Cardinals, pitching four innings of shutout ball. He's going to start eight games and finishes with a 2-2 two and two record with a 3-11 ERA, striking out 30 in a whip of 1.46. Again, that, that whip's a little higher than both Justin and Keegan, uh, so Javier Saad's going to have to watch the walks. Um, a guy that I got to see in his major league debut, that would be Caleb Killian, 25, drafted by the Giants in 2019. He comes over to the Cubs as part of the Chris Bryant trade. 
He made his debut on the, against the Cardinals on June 4th in the second half of a doubleheader. He only made three starts, Dustin, but he definitely showed some flashes of brilliance and some really, really nasty pitches. Now, speaking of nasty, Hayden yes. Wesniski. Here we go. Wes Nasty. I was there again when he made his uh, – Rip Les Grobstein, I was there when he made his debut for the Cubs. He was acquired in the trade with the Yankees in the Scott Efros deal. 25 years old, he makes his debut coming in to piggyback off a of Wade Miley start against the Reds. He pitched five innings of shutout balls with eight strikeouts. Hayden started four games. He finished with a 3-2 and two record, 218 ERA, 33 strikeouts for a whip of .94, so under that one mark. So that is a phenomenal whip. Again, small sample size, right? We're not going to freak out about anything right now, but – I'm just looking at that, and, and, and what I saw with that kid was just absolutely unreal. And I know it was against the Pirates, but he had that immaculate inning too, right? Correct. Had the immaculate inning, nine pitches, three outs. And so when I looked at that, I, w- I just sat there and I said to myself, man, this guy just really, really uh, showed a lot of potential. And so what he's going to do as far as next season, where he's going to start – I have no clue, but I, I would say that, uh, you know, he's going to be someone that everybody's going to have their eye on and whatever role he has, look for it to really kind of be, um, I, in my opinion, he's going to have a really important role. And, you know, even though we're talking a little bit about starters, the Cubs had tons of guys coming out of the bullpen, young guys like Brandon Hughes, who was super impressive and became somebody that David Ross uh, trusted a lot. So it was fun to watch him coming out of there. Um, another guy that, you know, someone that I think that everyone's going to want to really look at is Adbert Alzlai. Uh, what he's going to bring to the team as far as, um, I think it's going to be out of the bullpen. And so will he be able to stay healthy? Will he be able to, um, produce for an entire year? Jeremiah Estrada, we had him on fly the uh, W podcast. We've had him, uh, he's a great kid, throws triple digits. A lot of fun to watch. Manrod is another guy who also uh, just throws a lot of heat. And that's something we haven't seen the Cubs uh, be able to develop. Do you get what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. is guys that really throw gas. So I think this is going to be the year. I don't know what the Cubs hitting is going to be able to do. That's an area of concern that you and I both still have. Um, but I think this is the year that the Cubs pitch and break out. You saw that a lot in the second half of the season, so we'll see what happens. Can never have enough pitching, no doubt about that. All right, number four. Number four goes to the Cubs minor league system, right? The minor league system gave Cub fans all over hope for the future, and one of the cool things about this season is you were able to watch a lot more games on the marquee network. So prior to the 22 season, the Cubs minor league system was ranked by MLB 18th in all of baseball. After the 2022 season, the Cubs system was re-ranked as 10th best in all of baseball, and they are only getting better. The Myrtle Beach Pelicans, the low A affiliate, had the best record in minor league baseball in the first half of the season, and they played in the postseason, unfortunately losing in the first round. The Tennessee Smokies had a strong second half run that made them into, uh, that got them into the Southern League Championship they lost to the Pensacola Blue Wahoos three games to one, but that's two teams out of four of the affiliates in the postseason. And then the high A affiliate South Bend Cubs won the Midwest League Championship by beating the Clinton Lumber Kings, and that was their second championship since 2019. 
But, you know, three affiliates going to the uh, postseason, two of them making it to the finals, one of them winning the big, you know, winning it all. It shows, you know, sometimes it can be really tough to evaluate minor league systems. Like some of these teams have older guys, right, that are on the minor league systems. The Cubs have a lot of young talent in the minor leagues. And a lot of guys had breakout seasons, whether you're talking about Pete Crow Armstrong, Kevin Alcantara, Matt Mervis, Jordan Wicks, Owen Cassie, Daniel Palencia, Porter Hodge was on the show, Alexander Canario, Luis Devers. There are many, many more young players. And for, you know, one thing I always tell everyone that follows me on Twitter is that the future looks bright, Cub fans. And, and this was really the year you got to see that happen in the minor leagues. Absolutely. And that one name, Crowley, that you mentioned, but I just want to put an exclamation point on it, is Matt Mervis. And he might have a very big role with the 2023 Year of the Rhino Cubs. Yeah, it very potential. Let's see what happens. But but all those guys that I named, I mean, you're talking about high upside talent. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. And, and again, what I talked about earlier with the young pitchers, you'll start to see them breaking through Matt Mervis. I think he'll get a look in spring training. Uh, it just it may it feels good to kind of look at the list and see all these guys that are here in that good mix of hitters and pitchers. Amen. All right, number three. This is where we start to get tough, Dustin. Um, I, I put Fergie getting his statue as number three. On May 20th, Fergie finally joins his teammates, Ernie Banks, Billy Williams, and Ron Santel in being immortalized with his own statue. The Cubs moved all the players' statue to Gallagher Way in what is now known as Statue Row. Lucella, who is on our podcast, who has sculpted all the statues, he once again did a phenomenal job. Um, the Hall of Famers and Cubs legends who were there that day, Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, and Lee Smith were attendants. Uh, you had the Cubs legends, Randy Huntley, who was um, Fergie's favorite catcher, Kerry Wood, Mark Grace, and you even had other former MLB players like Adam Jones and CeCe Sabathia, who Fergie has mentored over the years, were also in attendance. And so Pat Hughes was the master of ceremonies, and he just put it out right in the open. He said, let's cut right to the chase. Fergie Jenkins is the greatest pitcher in the long and legendary history of the Chicago Cubs. Tom Ricketts spoke. Uh, the mayor of Fergie's hometown in Chatham, Ontario spoke. And Billy Williams gave a beautiful speech about his former teammate. He welcomes Fergie to the stage, and Fergie and his family pull off the tarp, and you got to see the statue for the first time. It was from the 1971 Sports Illustrated cover uh, when he made the Cy Young Award. Um, I think what Pat says kind of gets overlooked a little bit. You know, Fergie is the greatest pitcher in the history of the Chicago Cubs. He threw 270 267 complete games in the careers, 154 with the Cubs. He won the Cy Young Award, like I said, in 71. He's a team's career leader in strikeouts, 2038. Game started 347 and war wins above replacement 53 for pitchers. And I will say this. I feel like sometimes maybe it's because Fergie didn't have the longevity. Uh, you know, Ernie played all of his career with the Cubs. Uh, Billy P played 98% of his career with the Cubs. Uh, Ron Santo played all of it except one season with the Cubs. Maybe because Fergie, you know, wasn't homegrown. You know, he got him on a great trade from the Phillies. Maybe because he was gone for a few years and then came back later. I don't know what it is, but I feel like sometimes Fergie is underrated um, in the eyes of, I don't want to know, say the Cubs organization, but like when they did the, when, you know, last to get his statue, 
uh, when they did the 31, when they retired his jersey, they did it for him and Maddox. Let's be completely honest about it here. Greg Maddox is an all-time great Atlanta Braves pitcher. He had a couple good years for the Cubs, Maddox did, in the beginning of his career and at the end of his career. But there are some people that felt that the 31 should only have been retired for Fergie and not to, for Greg Maddox. Where do you stand on that, Dustin? I think it's a great uh, podcast question. I think it's a great sports talk radio question. Um, you know, I don't remember seeing Fergie pitch personally, like watching game. Okay, so that's part of where I would lean towards Greg Maddox. But those numbers, Crowley, those numbers are phenomenal. They're absolutely, they're staggering. They're great. He deserves the accolades he's getting. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Right. And so when you take a look, Greg Maddox kind of had a little bit of a cup of coffee in 86, 87, 88, 90, 91, 92. He's with the Cubs, but his prime years definitely with the Braves. With the but, Braves, right. You know, mm-hmm. let, let, it is what it is, but uh, I'm, I, for one, am super honored to see a guy that I think is a truly special man. I've gotten, again, I gotten to meet Fergie personally and. There's not a guy, you know, he's just a, a very humble man. And if you watch the documentary on Marquis, oh, my God, it has not been an easy life for Fergie. And so to see this and, and kind of be there with his teammates, uh, a great moment. Absolutely. All right, Crowley, we're getting into the top two. Number two. So I went to a Billy Williams signing recently. And uh, I, there was, you know, there's Billy. And I was the only one at the store because he arrived early and I arrived early. And I'm talking to, I'm talking to Billy Williams, and Billy Williams asked me if I had Pat Hughes's phone number, which I did. And Billy asked if he would, you know, if I would write it down for him, which I did. And I assumed he would take it home and call Pat later. No, Billy Williams calls Pat Hughes right in front of me. The phone is ringing, and I'm saying, please, God, let let Pat answer, so I don't look like a fool. Sure enough, Pat Hughes answers the phone. And the first thing Billy Williams says is, hey, it's sweet swinging. That's how he starts out the conversation. Then he says, Pat Hughes, 22 has been good to you. And I just crack up laughing. And, you know, Billy Williams has it right. 22 has been good for you, Pat Hughes. Not only was he inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame, he was also, at the end of the season, named the Ford Frick uh, award recipient and will be inducted in Cooperstown. So August 24th, Crane Kenny joins Pat Hughes in the booth to have him announce the 22 class that would be inducted into the Cubs Hall of Fame. That would have been Buck O'Neill and Jose Cardinal and Pat read on air in a classic moment that he was also being inducted. Uh, we had uh, Ron Coomer on the show and he's laughing as Pat took about two seconds to take the uh, compliments and then continue to try and call the game. <laughs> Yeah, trying to stay the pro that uh, Pat Hughes is. You're right, Crowley. It'd be really hard to find a guy who had a better 2022 than Pat Hughes. Yeah, the ceremony for that Cubs Hall of Fame was on September 10th. 
Um, Pat was there. Jose Cardinal was there. They got these beautiful cubby blue blazers and all the other uh, Cubs Hall of Fame recipients are all there. And um, Pat threw out the first pitch. So wonderful. And then on December 7th, uh, you know, my stomach was churning all day. Pat became the third broadcaster, Cubs broadcaster in history to be named the Ford Frick Award winner following in the legendary steps of Jack Brickhouse and Harry Carey. So Pat Hughes will be enshrined in Cooperstown Hall of Fame weekend, July 21st to 24th. Cub fans, I, I mean, I'm sure most of us know how blessed we are to have Pat Hughes to call games, to be a teammate on 670 The Score, uh, to, to really, truly... Um, he, there, there's no one better in the game. And it's funny. It doesn't matter if it's Ron Coomer. It doesn't matter if he's on TV with Jim Deshays or whoever. He just makes everybody around him better. And I don't know if there's anything that, that that's a bigger testament to his Hall of Fame skills. Yeah, awfully, awfully nice guy. I've gotten to know him a little bit, uh, being at the score and just a wonderful, wonderful guy. Very humble and uh, very, very deserving. And, yes, you were on pins and needles. You were blowing up my phone <laughs> all day long with that one. All right, Crowley, numero uno, number one. Uh, if you know me, you knew there was no way I could pass on this. The Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Obviously. Plus, you were there, Crowley. That's also <laughs> why it's got to be number one. It was number one for me, and I wasn't there, but I was so happy that you were there that it became number one for both of us. Yeah, and so, you know, it was just, um, I, I have experienced in my 40-some years on this planet many awesome moments. I've, I've been blessed, um, been a lot of places, seen a lot of things, and as a Cub fan and a baseball fan, there literally was nothing like that Field of Dreams game. I know it had a lot to live up to, you know, considering the first one was so amazing between uh, the Yankees and the White Sox. But for me, kind of walking around there in the middle of the cornfield in Dyersville, Indiana, the Cubs won the game 4-2. But honestly, it really wasn't about the score. It was about the atmosphere. You know, just walking up and seeing the farmhouse, that original field where the where the Black Sox played when in the movie – the corn stalks that you had to walk through to get to the stadium. And then this gorgeous stadium that they've created out of nowhere. The game starts with Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. coming out of the cornfields and Jr. asking his dad the iconic question from the movie, hey, dad, would you like to have a catch? And Sr. replying, I'd like that. And as they're having this catch and you're just getting goosebumps, the Cubs and Reds Hall of Famers, Billy Williams, Andre Dawson, Fergie Jenkins, Sandberg Smith, Johnny uh, Lee Smith, Johnny Bench, Barry Larkins emerged from the cornfields along with the current rosters. And just watching all these players just kind of just seemingly come out of nowhere onto a baseball field. And then Fergie Jenkins threw, throwing out the first pitch to Johnny Bench. Uh, it was amazing. And it was such a small, intimate venue. And I'm literally like, you cannot go to the bathroom or go grab a beer without running into without running into somebody that was just like, I literally bumped into Ben Zobris, Kerry Wood, Carlos Dempster, or Carlos Zambrano, Ryan Dempster, and just so many more that I'm totally forgetting. We watched this amazing games. There's there's a beautiful fireworks show, and then at the end there's a concert by a country music artist named Walker Hayes, who I didn't even know, but I was just dancing just to dance because. My God, well, what, an, what an experience that was. And, uh, you know, it's something I think that to me will probably be one of the highlights of my life as far as a baseball fan. Um, and I don't know if there would ever be much that could top that. 
Yeah, it was awfully good, Crawley. I mean, it lived up to. It didn't have as much. Um, uh, what's the right word? Flair, if you will, that the um, the game between the Yankees and the Sox had, right, with the fireworks and all of that. But uh, really, really, really cool, really good for television. And it was a night that if you had uh, gotten off the Cubs a little bit because of the, the uh, dismal season that they had had, it was a night that made you happy and proud to uh, to be a Cubs fan. I will also say, Dustin, that I am, uh, you know, just so super happy um, as far as this being our first uh, show of the new season. We started this, you know, anyone that doesn't know the history kind of goes back. Dustin and I kind of, you know, Dustin talking to me before I would pop on the Mully and Haw show to kind of give my opinions. I've been doing this for many, many years. And um, Mitch Rosen giving you and I a chance to kind of have an opportunity to talk baseball. I was going through the uh, list the other day of guests that we have had on the uh, podcast, on the Fly the W podcast. We've only been doing this since May, and we've had an opportunity to have so many cool people come on uh, to be a part of the podcast. And, you know, I just want to thank all of the people that, that, you know, take time out of their days, whether it was Ron Coomer, whether it was Pat Hughes, whether it was, you know, any one of these guys, it was just absolutely, you know, we had young players, we had, uh, we've had Cubs management, uh, Dan Kantrovitz the other day, uh, what, just such an important person for the Cubs, you know, text me, have a happy new year. And I'm just sitting to myself, you know, how blessed we are that we get to talk Cubs baseball. And we've had all these awesome people come on the show and, and, and talk to us and Cub fans get to meet them and, and just fun talking with you, Dustin, talking baseball, talk, talking Cubs. You know, this is a hard time for me when I don't have a lot of sports to watch. Uh, I'm, I'm weird like that, but it's a blast that I know that I get to talk to you and our listeners get to listen to what we got to say a couple of days a week. Yep, it's been a ton of fun. We've done a great job with the guests. Um, great job keeping everybody uh, upbeat and engaged. I think we've been fairly positive overall, despite the uh, the fact that obviously 2022 was not the uh, best year on the field uh, for the Cubs. But yeah, thank you to Mitch. Thank you to 2400 Sports. And uh, here is to the year of the Rhino Crowley. It is 2023. And don't forget, follow the socials at Fly the W670 on Instagram and Twitter, Fly the W on Facebook, and email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Go Cubs!